The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. In the wake of uh, what happened in in the capital, uh, uh, you know, D.C. capital yesterday, the, the, the breach and the storming of the building, uh, there's there's some people that are wondering, you know, could this happen here? Are Canadians, are Albertans as polarized as um, what it appears the U.S. is? Well, Calgary-based researcher Joni Avram recently published the first ever Canadian Social Harmony Index, and she believes it shows a lot of good things are there that we can build on. Joni, welcome to the show. Well, hi there, Jalen. Nice to have you. So tell me about, uh, first off, why did you do the study? Well, like most people, we, we I, I'm a, I worked in partnership with a, a local research company here in Calgary called RA2. And we were together quite concerned about this perception of polarization that w- that's really going on around the world. And, you know, when you're when you have the perception that you're a polarized community, then you behave in a way that reflects that perception. Hmm. And we we believe that if we could prove or test measure the level of polarization and people's willingness to cooperate and collaborate, we might be able to create a different kind of outcome, a different kind of um, a different kind of environment that would create a more collegial atmosphere for which to solve the big problems that we have to solve. And we could use that right now, Joni, that's for sure. So tell me how the study worked. Uh, what, uh, what went into it? Yeah, so we asked three big questions. One was just, <laughs> we, we wanted to know whether people were willing to, um, uh, just, uh, well, how willing they would be to accommodate different points of view and find find common ground. And we asked it different ways. But we, you know, we, we asked whether people would be willing to listen to others and compromise. We, we asked whether they would rather, whether they would seek to find common understanding with others and whether they thought that our differences were, were so large that we couldn't find common ground. And we asked those in, 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 um, um, forced choice, uh, a forced choice question. So you had to choose one or the other. You, it wasn't a ranking. It was a, do, do you prefer to, would you prefer to, accom- to accommodate and compromise or would you f- prefer to fight for what you believe? Uh, 63% or let's, let's, let's go with a three quarters, 73% said that they would personally seek to find common understanding with others, mm. even if they have different beliefs. And 82% said our differences are not so large that we can't find common ground. Now, the cool thing is, and the, 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 the encouraging thing about this is that <laughs> this, these results were consistent across the country. We did not find any regional differences. We were expecting to find regional differences, but we did not. Yeah, you know, I was surprised when I was, and I'm just pulling out um, you know, some of the charts that, that you had, uh, and, I, and I, 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 as I was going through the, what, 40 pages of it, I was like, I want to get to the region part. I want to see yeah. what it says there. And yeah. and that was really surprising. You know, it was, you know, when you, you looked at it, it was the Atlantic, Ontario, uh, BC, and the Prairies, and not that different, not that different at all, which, so... Yeah, again, I guess that, and that's, and again, I'm surprised by that. I, yeah. I am because I think you know certainly here in uh, in Alberta we've we we sometimes you know we're we're taking on the fight against you know the east. It seems the east is taking on the fight against the west. It was a real surprise. So what does that tell you then about Canada? Yeah, it tells us that we're more alike than we are different. 
and that we are a country, I, I call us a country of caring collaborators. We truly do care about one another. If you look, if you keep looking at the, the data, the other piece of information that was really interesting is we ask, we ask people about values, core human values, and how they would prioritize values in their own mind. And uh, the vast majority, well, 78 or over, uh, I'm just pulling out my own numbers, and <laughs> 78% said they value caring for others within local communities or the larger world. Now that's like 8 out of 10, 4 out of 5. That means that the vast majority of Canadians are care, do care about each other and prioritize um, group they, they value they value the community and groups versus their individual successes and priorities. And that is a really important thing to keep in mind. Because if we know that most of us are coming from a point of caring, we might have a different way of, of expressing that care and concern. Mm. But the point is that their motivation is good. And if we can understand that about each other, then we're more likely to accept other people's perspectives or at least have a, a platform for talking about our differences. Yeah, and talking about our differences tends to be one of the, 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 the toughest things out there instead of, you know, keeping our mouth shut and listening to someone else's uh, opinions on something and letting them finish and taking it in before we bite back at, at them. You know, that is a, that is a, real, that is a real trick. Um, Joni Avram joining us this afternoon. She is a researcher and the author of the first ever Canadian Social Harmony Inde- uh, Index. Wanted to ask you, uh, when it came to social harmony, when it came to looking at this, did you uh, did you did you take into account political leanings? You know, you know, being on the right, being on the on the left, being in the middle, mm-hmm. and, and if so, what mm-hmm. did that show, Joni? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we found that the more polarized wings were much more likely to say they wanted to fight for their beliefs, but even among those polarized groups the majority said they want they would prefer to seek common ground mm. so across the board there was this strong desire to find some kind of way to move forward what about between uh, you know between genders was there was there a, a, a big difference there no nope. no big difference no. <laughs> in genders the big difference was in age okay that was going to be my next question yeah. what about yeah. age what about yeah. generational so, so so the older you are, this may not surprise you, the more likely you are to com- compromise. Um, and the younger you are, you know, you're just more strident, you're just more convinced that you're right, and you're more, um, you have a stronger desire to fight for, for your beliefs. Mm. So that, that was the big differentiator. Yeah, education, there wasn't a huge big difference in education as well. So in the long run, I mean, I, I guess you take this and it, it and it gives you a little bit, it, to me it kind of puts a little bit of a, a solve, uh, a little bit of balm on a, mm-hmm. on what yeah. seems to be a whole lot of hurt right now. It, yeah. it, it, it seems to give a little bit of hope. Is, is yeah. that fair to say, Joni? Well, for me it is, for sure. I think that, you know, if we can understand that social, inf- social progress isn't driven by better information is be- driven by better relationships and I really think this this could be the, the, the a foundation for creating a, an environment where we can come together in a positive way I always say we cannot fight for the common good if we're too busy fighting each other and what this, mm-hmm. what this really shows us is that there's no need to fight each other because we are actually more aligned than we think we do have a common ground uh, a basis for common for common ground and, co- and common um, conversation and uh, 
and there's a way for us to get to and achieve our the outcomes that we all care about in a way that is peaceful and harmonious as opposed to divisive and uh, and, and um, violent. It's uh, it's an important thing to remember. Joni, want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. If people want to find out more and want to take a deeper look into this, I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's the best place to go, causeeffect.ca? Yeah, that's two E's and two F's.ca. And then forward slash <laughs> lift. We're actually holding a webinar next week. It's free oh, for anyone who wants to join. Um, it's it, the, the information's on the website. So causeeffect.ca forward slash lift uh, registration is there. And we're going to talk about these results and what to do about them and how do you apply them in your own world. Well, you know, that's a, you know, yeah. How do you apply them in your own world? That is, that's a, that is a great question, Joni. What, how are you going to apply it in your world? <clears throat> well, I, I'm a communicator and a social marketer, so I apply, I've, I've done this work. I've done this work myself for years, and really, what it what it comes down to is having a positive message that calls people. I say, call people up rather than calling them out. You know, we are actually human beings who, as, as humans, we are wired to think well of ourselves. We want to have a positive self-concept, and we will behave in ways that are consistent with that concept. And so the more we can, we can actually build one another up and see the good and publicize our virtues rather than our vices, the more mm. engagement we get. And so as a communicator and a marketer, that's how I approach it. And, and that's interesting, though, because as a, a communicator and a marketer, and I'm a communicator as well. I've been in this business for over 30 years now. We have certainly seen, a, you know, a, a change. And I think, you know, that there's there's so many platforms out there anymore that just allow us to air our grievances, uh, you know, uh, air our vices, air our, you know, the things that we're right ticked off on. And and that seems to 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 just make it grow and grow unless you're living in your own little echo chamber and you know whatever it is but i think that that is a huge part of of this as well and and maybe contributing to the um confusion or 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 the the belief that we are more different than we are alike yep and also there's a i think a need for more humility and grace in our conversations <laughs> with one another you know it's true we we you nobody's perfect um we're good people who are getting better and uh i think you know that i i know that for some people that na- may sound naive but to me it's it's true i think it, it's a, it's the way that we feed the animal we want to feed which is the one that promotes peace and harmony harmony rather than the one that tears us apart we have a choice and we yeah. know what, and, and, and honestly, if we go down the path of continually um, tearing each other apart, we see what the result is. Yesterday was a good example. Do we want that? I don't. No. Joni, thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Jillian. Bye-bye. Yeah, take care. Joni Avram joining me this afternoon again. If you just Google Canadian Social Harmony Index, you can check it out. And it is interesting, you know, suggesting that uh, we are much more alike than maybe, um, uh, you know, the perception that we are different, that that, that there is so much more of a discourse than there is the things that we agree on right you know 73 73- 
100% personally seek to find common understanding with others, even if they have different beliefs. 82% um, in this study said our differences are not so large that we cannot find common ground. Um, I love what she said about, you know, uh, having more humility and having more grace. And uh, one of the things that I think is is important and it and it can be very very difficult um you know if you're if if you have um you know and we all have we all have our beliefs we all have our beliefs and you know sometimes you know the stick to a of it um can 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 really have those blinders on and you, you you're not willing to go um or listen to anything else right um it's important to listen to listen when you're having a conversation listen to learn listen to take in listen not to just talk not just waiting or you know uh, being ready to to to, to butt in and it can be really bloody hard can be really bloody hard to listen to somebody who has, you know, a diametrically opposing view as you do. And in some cases, you know, depending on how different that is, sometimes it's, it is best to just say, you know, we're not going, I, I'm not going to have this conversation. You can listen and you can go on, but if it's going to get heated and it's not going to go anywhere as well, I think sometimes it's just best to say, okay, we need to um, not have this conversation right now. It's it's best maybe not to have it. And you know those people in your life. Some some There are people in your life that you're just not going to ever be able to agree with on some things. But I do believe that um, it makes for some really great conversations and some really great learning experiences and the opportunity to learn. When you do, um, you have some of those difficult conversations, those ones where, you you know, your opinions and your boundaries are, are, are tested a little bit. But again, you have to be willing, both sides, anyone who's involved in that conversation has to be willing to, um, to, to listen, to, to listen and not to get too heated, right? Um, and, and we've certainly been tested over the past number of years, without a doubt. I, I know uh, firsthand people who have, I actually had an email not too long ago from a listener uh, saying, I don't know what to do about a family member and I won't get into the details uh, about it, um, but they said there was just no working with, there was just no common ground. What do I do? Well, in those cases, you have to make tough decisions, right? And I know that there are, there are, there are relationships, there are friendships, there are families that have had, um, have, have had uh, breakups, if you want to put it that way, because of such opposing views where there is no middle ground. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.